This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Father's Day is right around the corner, and finding the right gift for your dad can be difficult. It's so hard to find something that isn't cliche and that they'll really enjoy. Fortunately, our friends over at Harry's have a special offer you're going to love, and Dad will too. You can get five bucks off on one of their shave sets, including the limited Father's Day edition set at harrys.com slash secret show. This Father's Day, Harry's is offering a limited edition shaving set. It comes with a stormy gray razor handle, chrome razor stand, three replacement blades, a travel cover, and a foaming shave gel that smells amazing. Plus, it comes with sleek, giftable box, with the option to add a custom engraving and personalized card for free. They also offer shave sets starting at just 15 bucks, not to mention 5 bucks off when you go to harrys.com slash secret show. Get a razor handle, moisturizing shave gel, and three of Harry's five-blade precision-engineered razors. Go to harrys.com slash secret show right now to redeem a special offer for fans of the show. Harry's will give you $5 off one of their shave sets. This is for a limited time, so act now. That's harrys.com slash secret show to get $5 off and help support the show. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Monday, what is today, the 12th? 12th, yeah. June 12th, 2017. Sarah, Vinny, Human, and Brendan here, Yuzi producing from Studio B. And thank you for listening. Thank you very, very much. So, uh, it's been a while since we did a secret show. There's been some, uh, there's been some doings. What? That prevented us from just the things oh, that Oh, doings that keep us from doing. Yeah, there have been. I thought you were talking about Rachel. Well, I mean, I'd like to talk about Rachel. Where's Rachel? <laughs> but it doesn't sound like there's all that much. Where's Human? He's sitting on the floor over there. Can you come Where's over here, Mike? <laughs> yeah, Where's Human? <laughs> come sit with us, Human. What would you like to know? Well, is I mean, are we? There's just, absolutely nothing happening. There's nothing happening. Zero, yeah. You're not into her at all. No, are you, I, wait, I, are you into her, and she's not into you? No, I just haven't done anything else. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Rachel's a girl that he took to... And Jamil, was that the other guy? Were you at that thing? I was there, yes. But he was... So he was rubbing her shoulders the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and then... I don't know. I, I wasn't really watching him the whole movie, but he was rubbing her in the beginning. But at, at one point, he was rubbing me, too. So he, had, he was multitasking. One, <laughs> one guy on each hand, or one guy, one girl... And, and then uh, he was giving her, he drove her back to her car over by where you live, right? In the Moo Arena. Did you guys drive over there together? And... Yeah, she drives to the <coughs> marina, leaves her car, and Ubers over to the Metreon. Oh, knowing that she could get a ride back from you. Correct. So then you are parked outside your apartment? 
No, like near Fort Mason. Oh, oh. And then you were you continued the rub it's as really you guys no were listening to. Really, no more details than what I told you. It just kind of yeah. happened that way, and that's. She asked, it. "Are you trying to kiss me?" And instead of just doing it, Hooman said the mo- the moment was ruined. And but you would have liked to kiss. No, no, I'm good. I'm I'm totally content. It uh, didn't happen at the moment. You guys been texting back and forth. And since I don't. Then? Uh, yeah, we texted once or twice. But we're not talking about a budding romance here. Like I'm, I'm yeah, getting, yeah, I'm getting pretty, ahead of I'm myself. Pretty sure it's done. Yeah, it's pretty much. Did we have a hand in that ruining it? Because yeah, I would think she'd be much. into the publicity <laughs> she was getting. How so did I, we I, ruin I, it? I'd say one hundred percent. Having her call in, I think that was a bad move. Why? Then she she got she got huge. She blew up on Facebook. <laughs> she was so happy. About yeah, it. she was super happy. You act like we beat it out of you that you told us she said some stuff about the kiss. We didn't even. You just said it. We were, and by oh, the way, we were, we were questions. grateful that you did. I oh, mean, we okay. like to hear the no, stories no, it's of over. your life. It's over. It's hundred percent finished. Did you date anyone this weekend? No, I went to my buddy Jake's fashion show with that Sharon Stone was supposed to host, but she didn't show up to. Oh, and then, uh, what's up with that? Have, she must have really been. It was her sister's like organization plan. So I'm help. sure she was really sick. Like, really? She, yes, because I think a she's Sharon Stone. I'm sure she, you know, she look. She does seem to be involved in this money raising thing, and it's her sister. Like she's got to face her sister now. Like I think you only cancel on something like that if you're really sick, right? I don't know. I, I mean, what? How many other millions of cool things could have come up on Sharon Stone's schedule that would make that seem? <laughs> Like a chore. I suppose a lot, but I do think if you've committed, like I couldn't let my sister down like that, or you know, and raise money for a good cause. Although the fashion show looked amazing, are the are the things still up, or did they no, die? On no, no, they're twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah they're Instagram also stories. If you if you follow whom and uh, looks like some crazy fashion, looked pretty neat. Yeah. Was so, it called something, Human? It was called the Hot Bed Gala. Oh, I see her on Twitter. Yeah, I mentioned it uh, one time on the on your guys' show, mm-hmm. so that was uh, that was nice. Show? And then Friday, I went to the uh, the opera. Sunday church, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sunday night church at my house. Yeah, and that was it. No dates. Really single and happy and free, free, like, free a like a bird. Free like a bird. <laughs> and tonight, cars. Are you excited about that? Well, I'm excited seeing that movie theater. That movie theater is yeah, phenomenal. me too. Like, what else have you guys seen there? Has it been around for a while? No, it's I think less than a year old. I got to see Star Wars oh, uh, there. I remember you talking uh-huh. about that? Mm-hmm. And I saw something else there too. I can't remember. What do they call it? They call it something else, like a lab or a workshop yeah. or something like that. I can't remember. It wasn't a theater because they work there. Oh. So is that is Dolby that? Laboratories? Yes. And and That's, why did they build that, Human? Well, it's their headquarters. Mm-hmm. They own that building, and they have the technology and the ability to they build have it. The technology. Is that they the old? Where is? What street is that on? It's at Eighth and Market. It's at twelve seventy-five Market. I can pull up the building for you. No, I just re- I there used to be a. I want to say it was a club that I think Dolby took over, but that's not it. That's that's that can't be it. Must be something else. I guess it makes sense. They do the sound for a lot of stuff, and so they would want to have a, a screening room. And why wouldn't you? All put two in the thousand speakers are hidden it's behind in, the screen. No, throughout the throughout? entire theater. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like they go, the electric, um, that's like the motor. Oh, whoops, <laughs> hides the speakers. 
before the movie. Well, oh. you'd expect they know everything about sound. That you know, just even that that That's the Grateful problem. Dead documentary, that wall of speakers they built, their sound guys like some some big deal. He figured out the 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 sound wave height and made the speakers that like there was all this that went into this wow. idea behind these speakers to get the best possible sound. Unfortunately, they just had a bunch of drug addicts building and re, you know tearing down and rebuilding this thing uh, all around the country. And and actually, they even took it to London and 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 people there were like, you had to bring this thing with you because it was huge. It took four hours to build right. and four hours to tear down. And then, of course, they're the dead. They play for four hours, so... It's a long day. You know. It's yeah. a half the day. And I'm sure that the people who set it up for four hours before the show got wasted during the show and now have to unload figure this Figure out <laughs> how to get it. Ugh, uh, bro, but you I'm figure up for it. Dolby, uh, with all their expertise, they must have known exactly where to put those speakers. Right. <laughs> um... So, uh, as I said, it's been a while since we did one. We have a little bit of catch-up to do, so I want to do that first. Uh, I'm listening to the show, Secret Show, from five, uh, May 31st, about the uh, expatriate woman living in Taiwan moving to Australia, uh, but has possibly met her soulmate. Remember this woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me quickly tell you my story. I came to the U.S. as an au pair and stayed for two years. She doesn't say from where. Does that mean she's Swedish if she's an au pair? Uh, stayed for two years. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been adventurous, and my story did not end here. I knew I wanted to study in the U.S., but making the salary of an ah poor was not really allowing that in the near future. My plan was to go back. I guess <laughs> Nanny Joe. Yeah, I, I didn't get it at first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my plan was to go back to my home country and apply to go au pair in Canada for two years and hopefully save enough money to come back. Three months... Be- oh, South Africa, my home country. There we go. Three months before I was planning on going back to South Africa, I met a guy at a bar. And this night changed everything. A week later, we went on our first date, despite the fact I told him I was planning to go to Canada for two years. After seeing him two times, I knew there was no way I could leave him behind. I started making plans and looking at ways to stay. I ended up getting a student visa and got my associate's degree at our local community college. The point is, it's four years after I met him in that bar. We moved in together two years ago. We have two beautiful dogs, and he kisses me goodnight every night. I have found the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. It isn't always unicorns and flying rainbows. Staying in a different country gets really hard. Paperwork gets expensive and waiting times can drive you crazy. All of this is worth it. He supports me during the good and bad times and we bring the best out of each other. Please don't be scared to take a chance on someone that you do really care about. It might just be the best thing you ever do. Remember to consider all options and like Human mentioned, whatever you do, you can never resent him for the choice you make. Love you guys lots. Like vodka shots. (laughs) What? Oh. All right. Uh, and here is the person who actually wrote the letter and what they have decided. Oh. Oh. This will be interesting. Wow. You guys surprised me with your advice. Thank you so much for helping me see what I truly want and have wanted all along. Bonnie, you were right. I was moving in hopes of maybe meeting someone in Western culture, but it landed in my lap, just like you said. Sarah, you mentioned how the timing was interesting because imagine if you'd left six months earlier and never met him. I actually was set to leave six months ago, but it got into a car accident and had to stall my plans of leaving in order to rehabilitate my arm. Coincidence? Mm. 
To clarify, the working holiday visa is offered by Australia to citizens of most countries. If you're between 18 and 31, it's easily granted to anyone. But I can go later on a different visa. This one is just easy to get. My best friend lives in Australia, but other than her and her boyfriend, I don't know anyone. Here in Taiwan, I have a huge social network, community of friends. I would have to work random jobs in Australia because I'm not certified to teach there, so it wouldn't be doing much for my career. On the working holiday visa, you can only work at one place for six months. Here, I have a great job at the same school for the last five years, and I found out this morning I got accepted to a master's program that will give me my master's in global education in just one year. I normally would not have had the money to enroll in this program, but I recently saved a huge chunk of dough to move to Australia. Good timing. Wow. I think I felt like I had to stick to my decision because I said I was going to do this thing, and I was judging myself for wanting to stay for a man, but he's a great man. And yes, we've had the talk and laid it all out there. We're both on the same page. Don't worry, human. (laughs) I hear you. If I stay, it's my choice, and I won't use it against him. Plus, I can get my master's and further my career at the same time. Thanks, guys, for giving me permission to do what's truly in my heart. Cheers, Julia. That's an important point, though. A lot of people make decisions... You're a grown-up. You're making a decision. If it doesn't work out, don't say later down the line, you f***er, I didn't go to Australia because of you. Right. You did what you wanted to do. Take responsibility for that. Can't blame him. Relationships don't always work out. Right. He's not talking you out of doing that thing. This is from the guy who I think, I want to say, texted us a week or so ago that he was driving to work and sitting on his brand new vasectomy. Mm-hmm. And so oh, yeah. he's written to The Secret Show and wants oh. to talk more about it. Hey, all. That was me that texted yesterday about, this was a week or so ago, about having uh, the recently single balls while bouncing down the... Fr- I guess he means he broke up with his balls. Is that... I'm not <laughs> sure what the recently single thing is. While bouncing down the freeway. I'd like to start with Vinny saying, I refuse to think about your balls, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then less than an hour later, I just spent most of our break looking at balls and vasectomy info. <laughs> Apparently my balls were on his mind. <laughs> just saying. Not your balls in particular, just the idea of getting a vasectomy. Uh-huh. That's all. It's, it's something that uh, I'm considering. The rest of his letter is so funny because he starts out by saying... If you're interested in the procedure, let's just say most of it isn't too bad. The worst parts, by far, don't involve any cutting. Uh, And then he goes on to describe, it just gets worse and worse. (laughs) Uh, They first have to locate your vas tube, your, what is that, your vas deferens or something. Uh, Which involves the doctor squeezing your sack until he finds it. I think at one point he was standing on mine, or at least it felt like it. (laughs) Once he locates it, he holds it to verify all, uh, all, and then clamps it about 45 seconds later before actually numbing you. Altogether, the sick to your stomach and extreme discomfort lasts about two minutes per side. Then he does a snip snip, and then comes the second most uncomfortable part. When you're being prepped, there's a thin, flat metal plate you sit your bare ass on. It was later revealed that the purpose of that plate is to cauterize the tubes and any bleeding spots that occur. This is done with a rather leg-stimulating electric current. I get zapped a total of six times. It sucked enough to count. By the way, the little pinch for the numbing injection is way more than a little pinch. I think he went all the way to the ribs with that needle. I guess that actually makes three parts that suck. All the actual cutting and stitching goes completely unnoticed. As far as volume change after the procedure, from what I understand, it's minimal change. I won't be able to verify for at least three more days. The prostate is what makes the majority of the fluid. Oh, volume of Right. I'd say ask Scott for input on taste, but guys don't usually worry about getting each other pregnant, so his encounters with (laughs) 
estranged testicles is probably minimal. One more thing. Vinny, were you asking about a vasectomy? Were you asking about if a vasectomy is noticeable because you're thinking about getting one and hoping the wife doesn't notice so you don't have to risk any more children? (laughs) (laughs) But talking about it on the air (laughs) as if she'd never find out. How could she? She's not working. You know. Her friends at work aren't telling her everything you said on the way in. I only got mine because we have three and we're not rich, so we figured it would be a good place to start. Should you deem it necessary, you can say my now floating bald name, Jared. Radio.com. So there you go. Sounds terrible. But it certainly is a way for a man to take that into his own hands Uh, and not trust that someone else is doing that for them. The only fear would be you hear sometimes that it doesn't take Mm -hmm. and there you are assuming. But weirdly, I always think about, I I mean, I'm sure this is not going to make you very happy, but the fact that you and John didn't use birth control for like 10 years about that, we got together in 89. No birth control for 10 no, years. And then when you decided to get pregnant, you just did. That's why I was like, sure, let's try and get pregnant. There's no... Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, 89, we had our kid in 99. But I was definitely like, one of us is not... This isn't happening. Like, we've been doing it without birth control for 10 years. Like, And then the first month, that was it. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> but look, I'm happy I did it now. And now you're sending him off to college. I know, crazy. I mean, I guess it gives us an idea about your practices, about where that stuff lands, but... Oh, yeah, none of it lands. I mean, I was big on the don't... I don't want to stand up and have that running out of me. Ugh. You'd rather get it here? Yeah. Okay. Hot. (laughs) Let's finish that up on on these puppies. (laughs) Just good times. Uh, it's funny. I, I I really the scoot from the bedroom to the bathroom when you've in someone is universal. Yeah, the female scoot. The the I'm cupping. I'm gonna clench the legs together right. and do the the scoot. <laughs> just watch that I just from the bed. Like, there. Oh, I want it out funny. anyway. Let it let it wrap. Let it, let it drop out. <laughs> Get out. Look. Wait, what did you say? You let it run into your hand? Yeah, I'll just, I would just cup. And then if any came out, and then I would kind of push when I got into the, like, try to squeeze and. When you get to the toilet. When I get to the toilet. Right. Because the thing about it is it won't all, it just doesn't all come out at once. And then, like, it's in your underpants later. Like, it's a (laughs) bummer. Well, you can hear the first bomb drop from the bedroom when, from, when she's in the toilet, you can hear the pee. Oh. You can hear a different uh, (laughs) substance. I haven't had to worry about that. Land. 25 years, I know. But the scoot, I always find very, Mm -hmm. very cute. The scoot. Uh, Dear favorite morning show and podcast, I love you all. So I wrote back about a month ago asking if it was normal if my boyfriend needed sex every night in order to fall asleep. Remember this one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then she's got some advice that she wants to know, and I gotta say, I was, I'm, I'm horrified. Oh by no! This. Yes. Uh, 
So now I need advice about him and our relationship. We've been living together going on four months. But we've been together for five years. Okay. So this was the guy who needed sex every night. And I think the sex every night to fall asleep thing only became a problem. Maybe when they, maybe that was why she wrote us. Because once they moved in together, she was like, oh, I have to put out every night. Yeah, I thought this probably, was, was a sober guy or something like that. I don't really remember much about the particulars of it. Anyway, that's, I feel like she wanted to know if that was normal. Uh, she did. I think that was her question. But this this problem has zero to do with them having sex every night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We've been living together about four months. We've been together for five years. We're also living with my son, which is not my boyfriend's biological son. I don't think I mentioned this in the last email, but we're both 26. So to get to the point, I'm in a dilemma. I don't make very much money working at a deli. And before we moved in, we didn't discuss who would pay what. So now I'm paying all of the utilities and he's paying the rent. He makes good money. He works as an electrician. So he pays the rent, which is $1,600. At first, he was very resentful about it. But honestly, with all the utilities and all of the other bills I have to pay, plus my expenses and my son's expenses, I cannot afford to pitch in with the rent. So now I'm having severe money problems, but I am looking for another job that will pay more. But I always feel bad. I can't pitch in more and sometimes have to ask him for money, which I feel even more bad about. But he gets very mad and he puts me down for my money problems whenever he gets mad at me and it really hurts. He makes me feel like a worthless person about it. Now, on the other side, he's extremely lazy. I always think to myself, I don't know what I would do if I was paying part of the rent. If I was paying part of the rent because I feel like his laziness and me always having to clean up after him, I'd be extremely, extremely resentful. More than I already am. I don't ask him to do any housework. All I ask is that when he gets home, he puts his clothes in the dirty hamper instead of on the floor. He puts his shoes away instead of leaving them laying in the middle of the floor. He puts his backpack away instead of half the stuff that was in his backpack falling out of his backpack onto the floor. When he makes himself something in the kitchen, put the dish away and close the cupboards. When he uses a towel, hang it up. Basically, I wish he would pick up after himself when he makes a mess. I do all of the house cleaning and all of the cooking. I make sure to pack him a lunch whenever he goes to work, and I totally don't mind doing all that stuff, especially since he's paying the rent. But I work hard at a 40-hour job, and I take care of and clean up after my son. I come home, clean the house, make dinner, get my son ready for bed, get myself ready for bed. So the extra task of having to follow him around the house and pick up all of his messes exhausts me. And constantly telling him to put his clothes in the dirty hamper, etc., exhausts me even more. And it makes you feel like a nag. Mm. Uh I've sat down with him and told him how I feel about this, and he says, okay. But every day I come home to the house, a disaster from him. He's worse than my eight-year-old son. Is it wrong of me to feel this way since he pays the rent? Is he right for feeling the way he feels about me because I can't pitch in with the rent? I love him, but do you think what he does is minor and I should learn to live with it, or should I punt? And do you think me doing everything around the house, doing the grocery shopping, buying the food, cooking and cleaning, makes up for him paying rent, plus I pay the utilities? Help. Thanks for the advice. P.S. What does judge by fours mean? P.P.S. Go ahead and judge by fours. He doesn't send a picture. P.S. I love you, human. Oh. Well, I guess I should start. He got. <laughs> he came in from his, his seat stretching? across the you studio. You motivated him to come to the mic. For this well, one. I mean, listen, you hear a story like that, and those of us who are single can say, thank you, God. This is why I'm single. This is why I'm single. <laughs> uh... You need to get out of there. There, everything about this is horrible, and none of it's going to get any better. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if you got a job that paid the equal amount to him, he just sounds like a head. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And and he needs he just, sex every he, night. He does that guy. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't respect you at all. No, and I think that it's an important point to make that you got to find somebody who treats you like an equal. And doesn't base your worth on how much money you're bringing in. Like, I think when you've decided to live with someone, 
it has to matter. Like if one person's making more, it, it, you can't be holding money against that person. You have to feel like we both contribute equally to this. And he's like being awful to you about it. Like you're not equals. You're the, the person who gets kind of squashed and does all the work. And he's the person who pays the rent. So he's the king of the castle. So one other thing. Um, 99.9% of the people on this planet like would see that this this is a terrible situation. So what's up with you that you're not able to see this? I think she sees it. She she's sees just, it. Yeah. Does she's she just, see it? She's stuck. Why is she she's moved in, in, in with the guy. So now she's now she's How's she, she going to get out of it? I mean, though? I I I would bet she's hoping someone's got a long bomb they can throw her where she's going to go, "Oh, there is the bright side to that." But I don't think any of us see a bright side to it. I no. I mean, I would have said if you hadn't talked to him, I would say you need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You need to tell him what's expected of him and and what you're capable of providing, and if what if, you are providing, and 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 what, and if all that at the end of the conversation isn't good enough, then then clearly you guys, you probably should have talked beforehand. It is surprising that after five years of being together, you moved in with him without really having a discussion of what the financial picture was going to look like before you did that. She may have seen the way he is in his own house, though, and assumed that it would be different when... He had other people living with yeah. him. Yeah, but I don't know why you'd think that. Yeah, it's the whole thing is troubling. There's, there, I mean, the, the weirdness that you guys, that you had to write to us about the first time around, like he was, it was, I remember it being sort of a contentious thing, but now this on top of it, like, I don't like it. I, I feel like you're in a, in a, I just don't think these things improve. And I know myself, like I hear myself when I have to ask for something more than once or it goes on and especially happens with the kids. Like you gotta, you gotta clean up your room and you just feel like this nag and you think to yourself, if they just do what I ask, it's almost like a, a, just a repeating cycle. Like you're gonna turn into this naggy person at his house He's going to resent you. You're going to resent him. Like, I just, I don't see this having a happy ending. Look at it this way, too. So she is the mom Mm -hmm. to this, to this boy. Is it a boy? Mm -hmm. She's got a son. But she's also a mom to this dude. No, no, no. What I was thinking is, uh, you know, she's the, the mom to this boy. So ultimately, how that house is. How this boy is brought up is her responsibility. Right. She will ultimately end up a slave to this other guy because she needs to keep a house presentable enough for her kid. Right. So this this kid comes up in a clean, you know, uh, atmosphere and, and that's her responsibility. So unfortunately, this guy can leverage her and be like, I'm I'm not going to clean my shit up. And I think the problem with that and him leveraging her and you know, not, he, you are teaching your kid how to treat women right now. When your kid mm-hmm. grows up, this is what he's going to expect of the woman that he's with. And the dudes, whether he likes it or this new guy that you're living with or not, like that's who he's going to model his male behavior after. These are the role models that you're providing. I think the best thing you could possibly do is no matter how hard it is, find a way to get out of there and show him that a woman doesn't take that. And a man doesn't get to treat a woman like that. It's That sounds horrible. Maybe you're too close to it. But I'm like, I was... I felt so sad for you reading that letter. Like, that sounds absolute like a situation you need to run from, in my humble opinion. Well, she's young. It's a learning experience. You'll know know better next time, but that's the facts. You've got a boy 
that you've got to protect from this kind of nonsense mm-hmm. and provide a better situation to. And, and you know, this guy's clearly, he knows you have to pick up after him. Yep. Yes, he does. Because you have to keep that place, de- or, or it's in you to mother him too. Ugh. A lot of guys will win that that war of wills just simply because they're able to live in more filth and muck than you are. Right. So, you know, I mean, I've I lived with a lot of roommates growing up and th- there is a war of wills among guy roommates that gets to the point of disgusting. And a, a female moving into that uh scenario uh won't want any part of it. Yeah, find your way out, lady. Really. Like, I mean, even if it means you gotta stick your tail between your legs and go home to your mom and dad, I mean, just get out of there. You know, work on work on improving your lot in life so you're not dependent on some guy to pay your rent. I hate this situation. What's, are you okay? You're alright? What's going on? What's going on? Stretching, there? doing yeah. my stretches, listening to the incredible advice you're giving. Did you have any more thoughts on no, this? No, not at all. Brittany, what do you think about that? I'm worried about your situation. I know, I'm I was, worried too. I was thinking that Brittany was spot on with, if you haven't spoke to him about it, you should definitely communicate which how you feel. And There's no talking to that guy. Well, that, she did, say, and he did. agreed to it. And it, nothing Well, he's just changed. shining her on. Right. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then doesn't do it. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. makes her feel when they get in fights. and I, I, just, I hate it. I think you have to come in on equal footing as partners, no matter who's making more money. Well, you know, the other thing is, he's a young dude, and young dudes... Right. I, it's just a different situation than a, a more mature person would be grateful to have a good person in their life and not be thinking, I'm doing, I'm paying all the rent, you have to do this right. S or that S or whatever. That's just immaturity, too. You know? Yeah. Get out of there! I mean, it's not an excuse for it. Stuck. It's just that you're you're in a situation where this guy's not gonna. Yeah, this is. It's not gonna get better. Right. This isn't all of a sudden he's gonna wake up one day and be like, "You're right. You work hard too." He might when she's gone. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. You know, you we all learn lessons in life, and sometimes you have to learn that that you know you're you're blessed with a good person in your life that you like that you want to hang out with that you want to be with. You got to hold up. You're your happy own. to hand over whatever money is necessary in order to make that scenario work out. That's not a big deal, right? Wouldn't freak you out. All right, I think that's going to do it. How long did we go? Thirty minutes. All right, that's perfect. all right. Thank you for listening to our Secret Show podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.